0: Action Action, the movie podcast that watches all the action movies and ranks them. With me as always is James and Dustin. How's it going, guys? Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Anything interesting you guys get up to this week before we dive into this movie?
1: Uh, Not much. I just continued my Ash vs. the Evil Dead now into season three. Oh, you're on
2: season three? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. This is the last one, so cherish it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I, I looked up to see... Um, if there was going to be a season four and I guess he's just Bruce Campbell's done playing.
2: Yeah. Well, once they said they canceled it, then he was like, okay, now I'm officially calling it on playing Ash.
1: But he plays that character so well. (laughs) Yeah. He was born to play that role. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't really do much else other than that. I mean, he's done a bunch of other stuff, but that's like the thing, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah for him but uh, what did I do I watched uh, I finished Norm Macdonald has a show on Netflix oh you finished that
0: I liked it a lot yeah Oh, I couldn't get through the first episode
2: oh man I really like it it's so casual and just like just like hanging out kind of and having these you did watch a couple yeah I really like it a lot I liked almost every guest even the weird ones like he has like Judge Judy on there and like um who's another weird one oh um who's the old fitness lady uh actress oh Fonda Jane Fonda he like kind of has a thing for Jane Fonda <laughs> even though she's like 80 he's like hits on her like the whole time oh, okay <laughs> but uh the Drew Barrymore I- one's really good the Michael Keaton one
0: I-, I couldn't get through the first episode with David Spade yeah oh I actually really enjoyed that one
1: I find uh like his sidekick yeah, like okay. Adam Egan. It's like a very, like, I, I know he's there to try to keep him on, I guess, keep him on.
2: I think he's just there for to like for him to make fun of him sometimes. Oh, <laughs> I see. But, um, yeah, because anytime he brings anything up, he just kind of... Yeah, he's just like, him why are you talking? <laughs> well, I,
0: yeah, I think Norm Macdonald was funny, but I just found David Spade to be, like, insufferable.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, I'm not really, I don't really like David Spade, but I thought he had a couple of interesting stories that to he told, but...
0: Um, I mean, he to be interesting stories He was just like he, That's not the part That bugged me It's just like he's just not He's a real try hard Funny guy Yeah I guess And I just think That he's not as funny As he th- thinks he is or, And everybody's like I don't like the I didn't like the oh, It's not an audience But there's people laughing
2: Oh yeah There's people just hanging out And like At, the Production people Or whatever yeah.
0: And I couldn't tell If I liked that I or, actually like that
2: Because there's still Some laughter That's like okay If it's just silent Then it's just kind of weird But it's not like, it's not an audience, it's just people that are watching. So then like the laughter seems like a little bit more natural, I guess. Oh,
0: see, to me it felt more a little bit like, yes men laughing. It felt like,
2: I don't know. Well, there's ones where like people tell a joke and like they don't laugh and stuff or whatever.
1: And then it's like (laughs) awkward silence. Yeah.
2: And then like the person might make a joke about the fact that like no one laughed at what they said or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I like it in
1: that aspect
2: there's some interesting ones. yeah M. Night Shyamalan he has on there he has weird ge- it's like a weird group of guests because he's got people from comedy but then he has just like random people that you're like why is, it, why is this person on here but, yeah uh, the David Letterman one was my favorite one because then it's like two guys in the same sort of headspace, right going back and forth with each other yeah.
1: I'll have to I'm watch on this that guy.
2: one yeah and uh what else did I-, I watched uh the uh, second season of Castlevania also on Netflix oh, I want to watch that I haven't watched it yet this was really cool. <laughs> I like the first season a lot. Oh, you did watch first season? Yeah. yeah, Keep definitely keep watching it. It's really cool. Like, I think Warren Ellis, the comic book writer, wrote this season, and uh, he wrote last season too. Oh, did he? I yeah. did not. know that. And it just sort of he broadens the scope of what you're looking at, and he shares some backstory for villains, so you actually like understand why they're, you know, with anime a lot of times, like actual anime. No, there's like, it's hard to get a from our sen- Western sensibility. Hard to like get a peg on characters' motivations and stuff like that sometimes in those types
0: of stories. Yeah. Um, now, I uh, I don't really know anything about... No, but you know what anime I, is. I know what anime is, but I've never really watched any. Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: sure um. you've seen some Miyazaki or something.
0: Nope. You've never
2: seen, like, Spirited Away nope. or Princess Mononoke? No nope. yeah, No,
1: I've never watched any of that either. Oh, you guys should watch some of
2: these things. Yeah, we should,
0: <laughs> but I just haven't. There's some good shit out there. I'll make you a list. Okay, why don't you do that? <laughs> I have a hard enough time getting through my fucking movie of the, every week with this, <laughs> this, this podcast, <laughs> this thing. I was watching Old Key and Peele. Oh yeah, that's what I've been doing because I love it. Yeah. And there's nothing good on. I I couldn't I I, didn't, I couldn't figure. I, I started watching Little Drummer Girl, and I kind of like if you don't watch it all like succinctly like kind of lose the thread a little bit. Oh, that's like a spy show you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. So I didn't feel like watching that because I was like, I I feel lost right now. Hmm. And then I started watching this other movie. I was just going through Amazon and seeing what movies were up there. And I wanted to watch um, You Were Never Really Here. Yeah. But I just didn't feel in that headspace. Yeah, So. it's a, <laughs> so <laughs> it's I a dark st- one. I started watching this other movie called Teacher of the Year with Keegan-Michael Key. Oh, yeah. And it sucked. So then I just decided to watch. Can I just watch some Key and Peele? I just watched Key and Peele, and it was great.
2: Pretty great. I, I just randomly will watch sketches of theirs at times. I just
0: will go on YouTube or whatever and check in and watch some old sketches. Now I'm looking at Warren Ellis's stuff. I I owned this. He, has a, he wrote a book, Crooked Little Vein, which I owned. I don't know if I read that one. I lent it to somebody back in 2008. <laughs> I don't know where it went. Well, that one I don't think you let I think, me. I, I, don't I think I'm gonna have one. to get if I buy it again. But but you know what I did own and I couldn't find. Hmm. Kiss kiss Bag bang.
1: Let's go! Hurry up! It's not my fault. Just shut up and run. Hold it right there. Harry was a small-time crook... Oh, boy. ...till he opened the door... Oh, no, no, we're not ready for your audition.
2: Just take him, he's ready. You are ready, right?
1: ...to a really big break... Quit acting like the good guy. You got your partner killed. You killed him.
0: What? See, this is what I'm talking about. Old school method. Get me Gay Perry on the phone. But he'll need a real cop. Detective lessons tomorrow for your acting. Oh, you're the uh, consultant. If he wants to act the part, he must be Gay Perry. Still Gay? Me, no. I just like the name so much, I can't get rid of it. Bye,
1: bye. So what do you do? I'm a private detective.
0: She thinks I'm a detective. Of all the idiot things to do.
1: My sister. Honey, Are you going to
0: help me? i got to check my schedule. Can you
1: help me, Harry? Because you you're not going
0: to help me to find okay, somebody okay. else. Okay, so Sometimes I have other... Oh. Uh, my caseload oh, is, is pretty... Thank you. From Shane Black, the creator of Lethal Weapon... Do not play detective.
1: Moron. Go home before the bad
0: guys do something bad right. to you. No! Ah! Two corpses in three hours. I mean, oh. that's unusual, right? Yes. Comes a mystery. It's a frame-up. First things first. Do you have the corpse? I, I got rid of it. You threw it away. Yeah. Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A uh, picture of me? No.
1: The definition of the word idiot. Ow.
0: That starts with a kiss. Why'd you lie to me? It was an excuse to stay around you, so I mean, I think... Ow. Did I just cut off your finger? Yeah. It's on the floor. Pick it up. Pick up. And ends with a bang. Where is the girl? <gasps> you put know? a live round in that gun. Oh, yeah. There was like an 8% chance. Eight. Was Who it? taught you math? <laughs> <laughs> Harmony! Robert Downey Jr. Oh, what do you think, I'm stupid? Val Kilmer. Yes, I think you're stupid. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was my pick. This is one of my personal favorite movies. I know it kind of slides in there, I think, as an action movie, but it's definitely a Christmas movie. It is definitely a Christmas movie.
2: Mm-hmm. A little, a little more Christmas going on in the background than I remembered.
0: Yeah, there's always Christmas music is playing.
1: Well, so there's two Christmas parties,
2: right? Yeah. Wait, there's well at the beginning he's like stealing presents or whatever for his nephew. Yeah. Um, and then he yeah let's see he goes to well there's just that party in L.A. that's just a regular party but then he goes to um. But it's Christmas har-
1: themed, isn't it? Is it the the first party? What wasn't there like ornament yeah, it's balls Christmas on the like oh, large it's ornament Christmas balls? Christmas
0: themed on. and like. I wouldn't say it's Christmas themed. It's more like holiday themed. There's right. like, is, is that the one where the girls dressed up as a, Oh, that's the second party.
2: That's when he goes to that actual place that harmony works and they're all dressed like little Santa's helpers or whatever. And, and there's like the there's a naked weird, like girls like in art installation. Yeah. Things. Yeah. That is weird shit.
1: That is weird. Only in LA. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's the sentiment we're supposed to mm-hmm. take but, uh, away. What is Shane Black's deal with Christmas? He loves it. He loves, he loves the holiday. He's a he's a festive guy. <laughs> he loves L.A.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. He, at, well, he, he loves L.A. He lives in
0: L.A. Right? He, he's a, yeah. Well, he loves L.A.
2: Apparently, so. that first party is meant to sort of be like the parties that he used to throw at his uh, his house in the hills.
1: Oh, really? Hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh, it was funny though because he makes like the guy whose party it is, is the bad guy of the movie. Yeah, but. Um, but there's other little Christmas shit going on in the background and a bunch of different
0: scenes in the movie. Like yeah, like I said, there's Christmas. You see music decorations, and and decorations and decorations, and, yeah. and it's definitely not the focus of the movie. But it's no, there. but you're always reminded that it is Christmas. Yeah, and just
2: like in well, we we did we did Lethal Weapon last Christmas, and he wrote that, and of course that takes place at Christmas. Yeah, and
0: there's all those little nods, and
2: we had Long Kiss Goodnight,
0: which was which is Christmas, Christmas. Time. Christmas. He loves and Christmas. Die Hard. Well, he didn't. Yeah,
2: no, he didn't write Die Hard too, but. Uh what else did we do Did there? he
0: what did he write one of the Die Hards?
2: No, I was just I was just connecting it in my mind because Rennie Harlan directed Long Kiss Goodnight and he directed Die Hard too. Mm-hmm. And we did both of them. Six last degrees Christmas. of Shane Black. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so he's a he's a Chris Oh, Last Boy Scout is a, there's some little Christmas um asides in that movie as well. Weird. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what about Hmm Monster Squad?
2: i <laughs> will have to check out Monster Squad and uh Last Action Hero and see if Iron, oh, does Iron Man two have some Christmas shit in it
0: or three? I think no, sorry, three. Iron yeah. Man three does. I think it does. Yeah, yeah,
2: because he, he. I think he. he like he, when he gets together with that kid. That yeah, I think that's a,
0: supposed to be around Christmas. Yeah,
2: I think so. <laughs> so anyway, he loves Christmas.
0: I would like to see him make a, a horror movie. Set at Christmas. No. Yeah, he could. <laughs>
2: yeah. He could do Krampus 2. Oh,
0: I didn't like Krampus. Yeah. Anyway, that's an aside. <laughs> so pretty much we've got. Harry Lockhart who we see in a flashback with his friend uh, harmony little magicians and you kind of get a sense of like well you get there's a the flashback to when the kids yeah Yeah, and there's it's like a heavy narration i mean the the trailer really just explains it all
2: <laughs> yeah so listen to the trailer they well, just did yeah
0: <laughs> go back and
2: listen to it again
1: i mean it kind of jumps around a little bit the connection though that they knew each other from when they were kids. I don't, how did they? Well, I, I don't the get little, that connection. She was the little she girl. Was the little girl that he's sawing I, in half. I understand that. Yeah. But but then they just happen to
2: run into each other in LA later as adults, and he doesn't recognize her, which is yeah, she kind
0: of and she recognizes him.
1: We're he, also supposed yeah, to, but she left when she was how old? She's a teenager. Yeah, a teenager. But it's a small town, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so he should recognize her. He right should away. recognize her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that that's what I don't. Get. We're just gonna accept that yeah. he doesn't. Oh, okay.
2: But also, it doesn't really make sense. We're supposed to also believe that she that they're the same age, and she's like way younger than he is. What do you mean, <laughs> <laughs> Michelle has <laughs> I think I read eleven years younger than him. Oh, okay. But they're supposed to be like, oh, we were in the same grade, and because we get these other flashbacks throughout the movies of how he was like he really liked her and had a crush on her, but she slept with every other guy. Right, including
0: Chip. What's his name? I forget his best friend. What's his best friend. You slept with Chip, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, this really, this movie really is dominated by performances by uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Yeah, for and, sure. And Michelle Monaghan. She's really good in it she's as well. Great, yeah. She's, I mean, I really like her in everything that she's done. She's been shown up a couple times.
2: Yeah, she doesn't. We don't see her that much lately. And I'm always, I would kind of. Well, f- we just saw her. Well, she had a very small part in the most recent Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. Um, but you know, lately she just hasn't been in much. And you know, Gone Baby Gone was another movie she was really good in. She
0: was just on a TV uh, show, on an Amazon TV show with. Um, oh yeah, Jesse Plinkman. What's his name?
2: Oh yeah, uh, from
0: Breaking Bad. Yeah, Messiah. Uh, Messiah? No, The Path. Oh okay. Huh. I believe that was the show she was on.
2: Well, there, there you go. That answers my question of where she's been. Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So she's been around Bitch. doing stuff, but. I mean really it's Robert Downey Jr and Val Kilmer Shane Black writes these fucking great buddy comedy
2: Yeah that's his thing That no <laughs> one else is really doing anymore The banter is just yeah, and uh, they they feed so well off one another Yeah they really complement each other in this Uh some of the jokes the gay jokes are a little dated Uh yeah this, I was
0: the
1: the movie has its cringy kind of yeah but at the same time it's kind of more of a a playful it is it's not like a mean-hearted no
0: it isn't i just i think that it there's just some stuff
2: like his robert downey jr's reactions like when val kilmer says something about kissing him or something and he's like so grossed out by it or whatever you know yeah it feels a little
0: it just feels really dated yeah yeah it actually i don't think it's malicious it even feels dated for 2008
2: 2005, it came out. 2005, sorry. So it's only, yeah, it's 13 years old.
0: But I, I let that stuff go, in the sense of it's just. Well, right. Like I said, like I don't think it's mean spirited. It's just, uh, you know, different. It was a
2: different time. That's what they say. (laughs)
0: That's what they say. But it does feel like it. Chain Black maybe needs to have somebody go over his scripts a little bit. I mean, yeah. He we, he got well, into we trouble with us predator. with The Predator as well, which is the way he treats, the, he deitizes autism almost as like a magical power.
2: Yeah, there's always just, you know, he just needs to be reined in a little bit sometimes. On the other hand, he wrote and directed this movie and this is easily his best movie, I think. Like all around, what's better than this
0: that he's done? Well, well, my recommendation for if you like this I, movie, really good is going to be the nice guys. Yeah, that I, movie. I, I don't is know really
2: if I, I don't know if I'd say it's better than this. Though. I don't know if this it's better. Script is the script is really tight. Like when you not just the dialogue because the dialogue is fantastic in this, but also the way like the actual plot of the movie and the way it all ties in of you know you have to suspend disbelief about a few things like he doesn't recognize her and stuff like that, but the the telling this noir story, uh, having it. Connect back to these novels and like the way that everything intertwines here. The guy was in this movie that they shot in their town and like all this stuff. Well, and they
1: totally set it up so that you can go along with it and and let certain things slide. Talking about the novels and how like in the novel he do these things that are impossible, setting it up for them actually doing them actually doing. He pretty much
0: writes. He writes into. The movie, the ability to almost do anything by making it a novel, especially like if you're into like the old noir detective yeah, these novels, yeah, shit. yeah, like Raymond. Ch- well, even Hammer. like the
2: chapters of the story in the movie are yeah. named after Raymond Chandler
0: novels. Yeah. So if you're, I mean, like, there's unbelievable stuff that happens in those books and in those movies.
2: Yeah, but he also even comments when he when they do stuff that isn't realistic. Yeah. He, they make a comment on it in the movie, right? Which yeah. sometimes sometimes that doesn't work. Like, like if we just get out ahead of this, then, uh, you know, like,
0: well, there's a scene at the end when Val Kilmer's character, uh, survives. Yeah. And then he's like, do Rob Dunn Jr. is doing his narration and he's like, Oh yeah, I know. Right. Like happy ending. I'm
2: like, Oh yeah. Why don't we just
0: bring them all back? And then like all the dead like characters Elvis walk, comes in back, the, yeah. walk in the door. <laughs> and There's some of that kind of fantastical stuff, but there's also this stuff like in pulp fiction, pulp noir, where you've got a detective who just kills people and mm. it just goes away. Like right. the, the, the consequences go away. There's no like um, moral or emotional toll. Like yeah. you're just, so in, there is that in this movie too, where the first time Robert Downey Jr. kills somebody, he's like, kind of has a little bit of a mental break.
2: Yeah. That like, he actually does put that emotion in there of like how that's, something difficult to do. But then he goes on to do it several more times. And then he ends
0: up killing like five more people.
2: Well,
1: it becomes easier after
0: the first one. And the second, the second kill (laughs) is, which
1: happened just like hours earlier. Yeah, exactly. And the
0: second kill is, is a straight up murder. (laughs) An accident murder. It doesn't matter. It's a murder. That's first degree right there. Yeah. Well, that guy was going to kill them (laughs) when he was on his knees. (laughs) Yeah.
2: But there's no... Bro- that's not brought up again. Uh, did they even get rid of his body? Yeah, yeah they just hit him, the him in the bush. They put him in the bush. They put him like 10 yards bury, away in a bush. Bury him with some bushes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like how I get rid of bodies on Red Dead Redemption too. <laughs> just pick them up and throw them in the trees somewhere so no one sees him.
0: Yeah. I, do you ever drive around? Like, not... Well, that sounds creepy. If I say, do you ever drive around and look for this? But are you ever driving around... <laughs> And you like are like, I wonder if I could put a body there. I wonder how long it would take for somebody to find it.
1: No, Um, not recently. (laughs) Not not recently. You've never thought that before? (laughs) No. You've never like driven
0: around it. Fuck. The phrasing makes it sound (laughs) phrasing. You've never like just been like driving and be like, oh man, like I wonder if there was a dead body in that like brush. Would someone find it? How long would it take for somebody to find it? Or
1: would they ever find it?
0: uh no not really i don't think <laughs> that, that fleeting thought is never just
1: no like oh well. uh yeah i've thought about it sometimes
0: i think i think about it a a couple more. of creepers here yeah <laughs> you never know what you're gonna be fucking thankful when we have to get rid of a body yeah i guess
2: well, oh. that, when that situation we'll have some arises spots i'll i'll phone you you guys uh, will all be the first out. people i
1: call and it'll be like, okay, where are you? Okay, I got a spot mapped out just for that area. Yeah. Closest one. I mean, I just go yeah.
2: dump them in the ravine here behind the, <laughs> behind the house. See, this
0: is why you're going to get caught. Because
1: it's right by your house. And it's too close to home.
0: Actually, shit. it might be actually kind of smart to put it close to home. Right. Why would see. I dump it here? Yeah. Stupid cops. What, am I, an idiot? Yeah. Yeah. No, because in real life, they're always idiots, and they always do stupid shit like that. The ones that get caught, too. <laughs> you never know about the ones that don't get caught. <laughs> I guess. That's James and I.
1: Right yeah,
0: but in this movie, there's no consequences. No. Uh, actually, it's pretty much stated at the end when everything's wrapping up, and gay Perry is like, "Oh yeah, you should have told me that you were arrested five times yeah. in New York or whatever." And then he's like, "Yeah, I made it all go away. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, just stop stealing. Stop stealing,
2: you idiot. Yeah. And then
0: then they go back to Indiana to the funeral. for the funeral. For her sister, yeah. Why does Perry go into her, her dad's house, into Harmony's dad's bedroom with a gun if he wasn't going to kill him? Does he have a gun? Doesn't he just slap him around? I thought he had a gun in his hand. Uh, no, I don't, I don't think I don't so. Think he's got a gun. He has a cane. Yeah, yeah he's he's got using. a cane. Oh, maybe
2: that's what it is. Because he's all fucked up from getting like shot in the chest and not dying. I didn't really understand. shot through the torso actually into Robert Downey Jr.
1: So why did he go and not? Robert Downey Jr. because he's
2: not tough. Val Kilmer's character is tough. Yeah, Val Kilmer. So he's the one who's slaps the old man around,
1: right? But there's no talk with Val Kilmer about what well, happened. I, there, it's we, just we're implied to that happened. Yeah. I think
0: Harmony and him have a relationship, like right, like an like extended like it goes yeah. beyond. Well, just he
2: learns the, about a lot of that stuff while this case is unfolding in the movie too. Right, Like that stuff comes up in little bits and pieces throughout the story because he's investigating about, you know, the sister having, whether she killed herself or not. So all that, all that stuff about her, the dad raping her comes out and all that. Hmm. So it's really a sad story. Yeah. And that's another Shane Black thing. Hallmark is to do
0: pretty dark material, but then also make. Things funny at the same yeah, time, like, like it's really like the when Perry's like wrapping everything up and explaining what happened and how um Harmony's sister just killed herself.
2: Yeah, she really wasn't murdered. She wasn't I mean, murdered. She really did kill herself. Yeah,
0: it's just like, it's really sad.
2: Yeah, yeah, and there's lots of little, well, not little, but there's lots of kind of dark, bleak shit. And through. you
0: have to like, completely suspend yourself because you're like, all these people would be so fucked up from this experience. Like Harmony would be like she would feel responsible for her sister's death because she pretty much set up this entire story of like this actor coming to town. Right. And then, um, Harry would probably be dealing with some like post-traumatic stress from Uh, killing all all those people people. (laughs) and getting tortured.
2: And it's the kind of thing, like if there was another movie, I'm sure Shane Black would actually deal with some of that in his script. Right. I could watch another movie and still make it funny.
0: I could watch a a sequel.
2: Well, and you guys brought up Nice Guys. Uh, I think that movie lends itself more to a sequel than this one. It does. But, yeah, it does. It feels more like it's set up to do the next thing. And and apparently he was trying to to make a Nice Guys 2. He's making a TV show.
0: Is he? I think with women,
2: though. Okay. Well, Mm -hmm. uh, I'd be excited to see that. But uh, I was like, oh, bummed out because I heard, oh, he's still trying to get Nice Guys 2 made. But then, you know, the Predator was did so bad I thought oh
0: he's not gonna I heard he was trying (laughs) no one's gonna give him any money to do TV show made but let's get into some of our favorite parts of this movie do you guys have any scenes that you want to talk about in particular man there's there's pretty much the whole movie is great
2: like I'm trying to think of specific stuff like uh, the very beginning um, when there's that creepy guy at the party who is going in like Michelle Monaghan is passed out in that room oh yeah and he's like (laughs) starting to touch her and stuff and then robert downey jr harry he just shows up in the door and he's like just get out of here don't even think about it just walk away he's like either that or we can go outside and then it just cuts to like this guy kicking the shit up like he's all acting he's acting so tough in that scene and then (laughs) he's just getting his ass kicked uh just like i don't know there's lots of stuff like that it's interesting
1: in this movie it deals with a lot of that uh like what women go through and even robert downey jr is like it's not. It's not a no big deal that right. a guy yeah, just touch, yeah. touches your breast. It, it's like a, a continuation throughout the whole entire movie. So even in that, it's just life. She's yeah. He he's like, well, why did you go home with him? Why did you go home with him? And she's just like, oh, I need a ride. That guy's a jerk. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. Like so, she just used him to get a ride, right? And that's just life here.
0: Yeah, I think it kind of wants to touch on a broader topic of yeah. women and how they're treated I mean I don't think he does it particularly well no I mean he's
2: trying I think in a few of these
0: scenes but I there's like the
2: scene where he flips out at that party and he's like oh take any guy that's like slept with a hundred women Yeah, and I guarantee you like his background's probably re- relatively
0: yeah, he's like, unspectacular it, but he says something along the lines of like it's like somebody picked up the, the east coast and shook it and all the normal girls held H- on, hung on, yeah. And then uh, Perry comes in. He's like, "Obedient oh, little bitches, aren't they?" And then somebody throws somebody a glass. The glass, yeah, and he just but, ducks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so some of that stuff, I think, is they, not
2: necessarily handled the best. But
0: no, I, I give it again. Maybe I shouldn't
2: the benefit did, of the doubt. I mean, it's not that there isn't like a kernel of truth necessarily to some of it. It's just like, I mean, it's the trying, way it's presented. Though. Yeah, he, some stuff he's trying, and other stuff it's like. He's trying to be funny, and it's he's being kind of a dick about yeah. it. But,
0: you know. <laughs> but let's start with the action in the movie. So, I mean, when you get to the the final kind of set piece... Oh, well, you guys didn't say a favorite scene. Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I was going to say one of my favorite scenes. James, what's... M- my favorite scene would be the end when Val Kilmer goes into the room and... Oh, yeah. Talks to the dad. You like that scene? Big, that, tough, big that, tough guy. Yeah, yeah that, scene, <laughs> I, that scene stands out for me in this movie... I was just talking to somebody like a couple weeks ago about that scene, asking if they've seen that movie, and it's just a, I don't know, a little emotional scene in a movie like this. It's kind of nice.
2: Yeah, and he does actually manage to have a couple of pretty emotional scenes, like you were talking about when Robert Downey Jr. first kills a guy. He actually does get visibly upset and fucked up about it. Yeah,
0: I think the problem with it is that it's the only time people seem to have an emotional response to something is when there's a victimization of a woman that's already happened instead of trying to prevent it. So like the woman gets like killed and then then your response and then there's an emotional, not to take anything away from it, but like, it's like, you know, it's like the girlfriend in the fridge thing. Like, right. Right. Yeah. There's some of that. And I'm, I, I think once again, it, it's, it's only, and it's, how do you say it? it's only 13 years ago, but it, it is 13, years, 13 ago. years ago. So, I mean, yeah. I don't think I would have noticed all of these things 13 years ago. Personally. I know, I know that I didn't. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like, I, I just think that it just shows how far things have changed in like,
2: in, in a relatively short amount of time.
0: Yeah. yeah. But I think that a lot of, a lot of the action sequences in this movie are really fun. Yeah. They're super, they're pretty well done. Yeah. Like, so one of my favorite scenes is when, uh, just after Perry gets shot. Well, there's a the whole scene leading up the, the, they Michelle Monhan steals the, the, yeah, the van, the, van. the, the casket in it. And, uh, she, she's, you know, she ends up getting her truck car gets flipped. Her van gets flipped. And the casket's like hanging perilously, like on Off a the sign. overpass thing. An yeah. Overpass. And then Robert Downey Jr. It's so ridiculous. He ends up, Holding on yeah, he falls over, he falls over. He grabs the corpse's hand and his hanging there. Yeah And then he wiggles the gun to yeah, his, Into his hand and it's pretty
2: cool. Like it's yeah. all pretty smooth and then he shoots the guy the bad guy and he says mr Fucking magic. Yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, he shoots the bad guy and then he like also shoots the car of the other bad guys, of the other bad the guys. Yeah. It felt very uh, like something that would be more like in a like a hong kong
2: yeah, or even a lethal weapon movie. A le- very which, lethal weapon.
0: Because then he right, lands right. on
1: the car and then starts shooting.
0: Yeah, inside. Yeah, he lands yeah. on the roof. Yeah. And, and yeah. another thing I like about this movie is that it it falls into the lethal weapon diehard vein of action movies where people get hurt and, like, overcome right, yeah. pain to, like, accomplish something instead of just being, like, supernatural. Super invincible Superman type. Uh, yeah. So like, I mean, I think that you can really break down a lot of action moves into, okay, are we having like an, uh, is it a, is it a, a Michael Myers or a Jason style <laughs> superhero? An Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah, so Arnold Schwarzenegger would or, be like, uh, a, Steven Seagal. like a, yeah, Jason, Michael, My- Michael Myers would be like Chuck, Chuck Norris or something, right? <laughs> or then you've got like more the vulnerable
2: Yeah. Yeah, and this we've talked about this too before. And for me, I, I I find that an appeal to both of those types of things. Yeah, and because they both do something different for you, right? Like, they're definitely the scrappy thing is is cooler. I think if a person is like pulling through some difficult thing and it's like hard for them to overcome, and like they the somehow m- manage to do it.
0: The movie has to be better then. like, if the if the. If but we the, like John Wick, right? And he's like unfuckwithable. Like, yeah, that's um, true. But I would say, like, in a lot of ways, I think that like when when you have like a vulnerable hero in an action movie, the movie has to have more substance to it. It seems. Yeah. Then mm-hmm. when you have like a uh, unstoppable force, that's just more like explosions that's and more like shootings. A fan- fantasy it's ring. like a commando. Yeah. Okay. Like a commando or like a predator. Yeah. Commando. Commando. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Cause he's just unstoppable. He's a yeah, one and he man. Goes army.
2: That, he goes in that compound and he's just like, there's like 200 guys trying to kill him and he's just mowing them down. With the machine gun. He doesn't
1: even get hurt. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, not
2: really. Huh?
0: But, you know, even then, to go on a fun little tirade, there's something that's totally different between that and a Steven Seagal movie, because Steven Seagal is like hand to hand combat where he never gets hurt. He just slap fights. Those yeah. Guys so, he so Steven Seagal <laughs> is, is somehow a, a vulnerable chop. hero who rises above it. And that's why he sucks
1: because his, cause his dad sharpened knives because his
0: dad was a <laughs> yeah a knife sharpener Geppetto the knife sharpener but like Breaking Arnold to go around for a quarter here yeah, Arnold it makes sense for him to just be like just shooting and mowing everybody down or like fighting a predator or ripping their arms off or something yeah like. yeah
2: yeah so wait, like, wait wait what are you saying about Seagal
0: oh yeah <laughs>
2: uh, he's in his own class it's a like black belt Nikito man yeah he will, uh, he will slap
0: you and he w- throw you across the room faster than you can say. People will pantomime falling down all around him, but so there's this scene at the end there with uh, that I really liked. But then I like all the banter between. Um, yeah, almost every line is great. Like, this harkens also back to speaking of a movie from the past, like cigarette acting. Yeah, which is like what Robert Downey Jr. does. The entire movie is just like acts with his cigarette. Yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> like there's, uh, as an ex-smoker, there is something that just is cool about Boom, smoking. <laughs> yeah, You don't smoke either. Anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> there is something cool about smoking. You can't deny it. Like all those people I remember. when. Well, I was it looks a,
2: cool. That's why people start doing it. <laughs> yeah. I remember
0: when I was a smoker, there was like all the like the movements be like ban smoking in movies. And I was like, fuck these people. But it's like, oh, yeah. And no, look, like, when you smoke in a movie, it does look fucking cool.
2: Yeah, I still don't think they should ban it. No, neither
0: do
2: I. <laughs> Wasn't there a talk of like going back to old movies and like removing the smoking
0: and stuff? Yeah. Well, I think it was Turner movies or something yeah. like that. So they were going to do that? Yeah, Why would you do that? Shit. I don't know. Yeah, fucking... But uh, Spielberg went and removed the guns from E.T. Yeah, put walkie-talkies in But then hands. he said he'd never do it again.
2: What? That's because they made that South Park episode where they redid Saving <laughs> yeah. Private Ryan, and they're all storming the beach of Normandy with walkie talkies and, <laughs> oh, really? and, and getting their guts really? Getting their guts blown up. <laughs> but there's no guns. There's, there's no guns. Yeah, right.
0: yeah. Um, I want to talk about a couple more scenes. I just can't think of exactly what ones.
2: Oh well, there's the scene. That's another really funny scene too. When he goes back to his hotel, and. He oh, tells yeah. her to take some clothes, whatever she needs, whatever. And he goes into the bathroom yeah. and he starts taking a leak. And then he looks and he sees this dead girl in the yeah. shower or in the bathtub or whatever. And he starts peeing on her. Yeah. <laughs> so when he calls Perry and he's like, you gotta get, help me get rid of this body. He's like, he's like, will they be able to trace my urine? I, he's like, why are you pissing on the corpse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So this, oh man, there's just tons of funny shit like that. It's but, really funny. And I think it might be one of the funniest movies we've watched.
2: Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, there might be a couple others that had some, some good jokes, but, uh, I mean, Hard Target's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> but uh,
1: not in the same way. Not in an intentional.
2: Yeah, not in an intentional <laughs> The Octagon. Yeah, also Sorry. hilarious.
0: And our, yeah, it's pretty funny.
2: Yeah, Um. I don't know. I mean, I guess they could do a sequel, because we are set up at the end here with them starting their... Like, he's starting to be... Perry's assistant at the end
0: it almost seems like what it's he's trying to get I guess he's trying to get this the whole thing down Like the whole narration is him narrating the story to a camera on Perry's desk almost like he's doing a movie pitch
1: yeah yeah uh,
2: I saw another funny line just popped in my head from when he's at that party at the beginning and that girl's like what do you do and he's like oh I'm retired I invented dice when I was a kid
1: <laughs> 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 yeah oh, shit
2: it's a lot of people I could see complaining about it being overwritten, but this, this to me is just the fun stuff. I mean, especially when you do it in a noir setting, I think you can, it's easier to get away with all this kind of, uh, banter, you know, do you think
0: it. anybody else could have played Harry?
2: I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe if you thought about it, you could come up with somebody, but this is, I mean, it's very Robert Downey Jr. And, and Val Kilmer's, I think just as good.
0: Yeah. Val Kilmer's great.
2: And this is maybe the last great thing that Val Kilmer did. Uh, I haven't seen much of anything he's he, done lately. Cancer, I think. Yeah, he was really sick for a while. I think I'm not sure if he still is, but I think he's been starting to did do get that w- oral movies sex again. cancer,
0: like Michael Douglas got.
2: No, I can't remember what kind he had, but I read about it at one point. But, but he he was always a favorite when I was young. Like, to, like Tombstone, we talked about, of course, and he was fantastic in that. But there's, he's got a small bit in True True Mance that's really great. Um, even if you don't like the doors, like he's really good in that. So he's, he's done a bunch of great shit. I do not like the doors Yeah, he's <laughs> an overrated band, but he is great in the movie. Um, so it's nice to see him hopefully getting back to stuff. Unfortunately, I think the next thing he's doing is like Top Gun 2 Re- uh, reprised his role as ice uh, Iceman, but
0: I'm very uninterested in that. Oh, you're going to watch it. <laughs> Probably. I, I've never been a Top Gun fan. In high school, all my friends were like, "Oh yeah, fucking Top Gun." Oh yeah, no, I was never super into it. I mean, maybe when I was like eight when I first saw it or something. It's just like a fucking homoerotic romance movie with a couple planes in it. Yeah, (laughs) which is cool. It's like (laughs) it's great if you if, if you're if you're down for that. It's just not my thing.
2: Um. When you're a kid, you know, it's it was exciting. Like, oh, they're, they're flying these jets and they do flips and shoot missiles and blah, blah, blah. But I guess. <laughs> kind of heavy for a kid. And it had that soundtrack. <laughs> fucking Kenny Loggins, Highway to the fucking Danger Zone. Kenny Loggins now. Yeah. You know,
0: mostly for his work on Archer.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It's more of a romance movie. Yeah, oh, a, for sure.
0: Yeah. It's a romance movie with, I and mean, that's great, but it, I'm more of a rom-com guy. Than a yeah. you know, straight romance, man. I love me a good rom-com. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what is uh, what is Shane Black got coming down the pike here? I'm He's interested. doing uh, Doc, Dr- Doc, Doc Savage. Savage
1: with The Rock. He's writing and directing. Oh, really? Weird. Yeah. Huh. So that'll be interesting. That was already locked up, I think, a long time mm-hmm. before
0: Predator.
2: And is it the, like the comic book character? Yeah, the 1930s. Yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah, you know, periodical kind of. So that could be huge. Yeah could be interesting but I I don't know about The Rock you know well it'd be interesting to see The Rock delivering Shane Black dialogue I
1: think The Rock is. I think he could do it
2: yeah I I, I don't think he couldn't do it it's just that right now I feel like overly rocked yeah (laughs) I've been rocked a bit too hard lately (laughs) it's
0: been a lot of he puts out like fucking four movies a year or something yeah like I like I think he's he's good and he's, he's like, extremely one of the most likable. charismatic people I've ever seen. But I think that his um him having to be the hero who doesn't die and that like he has all these like, stipulations about like Oh know, yeah. And I think that kinda sucks.
2: Like, okay, how many things does Rock have in production right now? Like ten.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: But including a big trouble in Little China sequel. But know. so he's no. he's
1: got one movie coming out next year and one movie coming out in 2020.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, is, so did this, is there a second Jumanji that just came out? Or,
1: uh, they're or, making it. They're, they're, making, making, they're making another Jumanji. Pre-production right now. Oh, so there's probably two movies yeah. next year. Fighting, oh, can't fighting wait with for my San,
2: San Andreas too. That's something people were clamoring for.
1: It must have done well, I guess because yeah,
2: they all do well in fucking Asia We can't get a Nice Guys 2, but we got a San Andreas 2 coming And a Suicide, well, yeah,
1: fuck, anyway Well, Hobbs and Shaw, that should be a good movie Hopefully <laughs> As yeah.
0: long as Val Kilmer is not, I don't know Val Kilmer As long as Vin Diesel isn't in it, I'll be happy <laughs> Oh, he's not
1: Jungle Cruise? I don't know anything about that I think that Jungle maybe.
0: Cruise is based off of a fucking ride Yeah,
1: okay <laughs>
2: Well, those have worked out well in the past. It worked out once, <laughs> yeah, for you, one movie. Did you see that tomorrow? What haunted mansion with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> no. How about uh, was the Tomorrowland with uh, George Clooney? Oh, that was that was, that Brad, was great. It was in Brad Bird. <laughs> yeah, it was a Brad Bird when it was bad. Yeah, but uh, what else we got in, to talk about in Kiss Kiss Bang
0: Bang? I feel like there's not much. There's, I there's
2: lots there's of There's lot. Well, time. there's so much
0: to talk about. We can just talk about it for forever. Really, I think that. Overall, I think we all really like this movie. We and haven't even talked about the Gennaro's commercial. Oh, the Gennaro commercial! I am a bear. I get the heads off of fish.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, that's Lawrence Fishburne doing that voice of that bear. Oh, good for him! Is he alive still? <laughs> yeah, he shows up and shit all the time. I don't know. He's just in John Wick two for God's sakes. Not that long that was ago, like two years ago. He's in Hannibal. And you thought he died since then, but you didn't I don't hear, fucking you, know who <laughs> you dies. Didn't hear about it.
0: I don't know what's his name just died old Bush old what's his name old Bush one
2: yeah he did yeah
0: everybody's coming out now and saying how fucking great he was cool yeah You think about when like you die people are just gonna be like man that guy was so awesome (laughs) (laughs) He he was the coolest he could drive a car he was like he could drive a He's car He's like so fast He's so cool Yeah cause he always Probably Talk about not? the
1: good stuff He's talking mm-hmm. about the
0: good stuff like, He had lots of books He had lots of books <laughs> I'm gonna try to angle For some of them <laughs> Yeah well You got a good shot
2: <laughs> I don't think Gene wants them Probably not Not most of them <laughs> She'll want them Just to remember
0: me but. Yeah well you have no <laughs> See you have no kids Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then James and I should just Get all your shit That Gene think, doesn't want
1: I don't think we need to go start dividing things up Glad you're thinking about this Let's walk through your house he's, and he's point gonna, out things we He's gonna go want.
0: any day now Yeah Is <laughs> <laughs> there more that you want to talk about? I, I, I could talk about this movie all well, I day I feel
2: like there's lots of stuff but for some reason none of it's like jumping into my brain yeah, me Or too. it's just like recounting funny jokes From the yeah. movie uh,
0: I think we've talked about all like the really important stuff So
1: should we rate this movie? Yeah, let's
2: rate this fucking movie. Just blabbing about shit.
1: All right, so my reaction's at eight. My overall score is 7.6. Stingy as always, this fucking guy. Well, at least I'm consistent. (laughs) I'm Uh, consistent.
0: My reaction's an eight. Overall score, 8.2. And I'm a nine- and an eight point four. I fucking love this movie. I did
2: give quotes and tropes a full ten out of ten. Oh, I gave it because
0: I don't think it can really get better. I gave it a nine, but you know what? It deserves a ten. Can you get better for quotes no, but or already, tropes, or rated. tropes like both? I, if I change my rating, it won't be tied.
1: <laughs> okay, so that gives it overall eight point one, which means it's tied with the raid. The raid. So for me, the raid goes first. <sighs> Well, here's that tough question again, because if we're talking
2: just as an action movie, then I would put the rate ahead of it. But if we're just talking as a movie, then I would put Kiss Kiss Bang Bang ahead of it. So let me think about that for a second while John
0: yeah. while John goes. Uh, my heart wants to say Kiss Kiss, mm-hmm. but I think I'm going to put the rate above it for a straight action movie.
2: We're an action movie podcast.
0: So I think that it, it just it gets a. It gets the action movie bump yeah. by putting it ahead. So, Yeah, I think that's the right call. I think that's fair for this. It's still fucking number eight. Yeah, it's Best
1: movie still we've
2: watched. It's, it's high up in the, on the list.
1: It's just like our list is so all over the place. Because <laughs> then I look at the movie that comes after that then, Total Recall, and
2: I'm like, ah. <laughs> Total Reshot call should go ahead. That should go ahead. Cause, well, cause look, Bang we're man. gonna do our year in review. You can vote for Total Recall to go ahead. Well, I'm not
1: gonna. No, I'm not gonna waste it on that. It's <laughs> oh. a. It's pretty high. I'll have to do that next year when it moves. What if we, do
2: we, what if we both choose Commando? Then we can move it that twice.
1: Yeah, <laughs> even more.
0: Well, I, I, is, is James gonna go for moving Mad Max down one? That's my
1: guess. Oh. No, I'm not gonna do that. Stay tuned and find out. It's tied with John Wick. At least there.
0: Well, if you took Mad Max and John Wick, and if you, if that was your pick to vote on, you could usurp the throne and move. Yeah, but, but he, has to, he has to get someone to agree with
1: yeah, him. Yeah, here's he can, the thing: we can we have to re-vote on where it goes. Yeah,
0: I'm saying I think you could sway Dustin. No trading votes here either. I'm looking at you two. <laughs> Why, what are you talking about?
1: No, I I probably have a better chance of swaying him on Commando to move up mm-hmm. than
2: but not John. You're not going to get two votes. No, you don't need to. You no. only need one.
1: Yeah. But if you get two, then you can move it up
2: two places. No, you, oh, is that what we did? That's what we said. Yeah. If you get, if you get, if you get two fo- votes, then you move it up one place. If all three of us agree, then it can move up two places or down.
0: I'm going to move something down then. <laughs> <laughs>
2: anyway, what are we doing next for Christmas well, we're gonna time? We're going to wrap up Christmas time. Fun. Oh yeah.
1: So what are we going to pick? Yeah. So we're going to wrap up Christmas with, uh, John and myself's like personal f- favorite Christmas movie Trapped in Paradise starring Nicolas Cage John lovitz Dana Carvey amazing it is so amazing <laughs> So amazing. So if
2: you can find yourself a copy of that, go to like uh I do Walmart bargain bin Yeah
0: DVD bin. did it ever make an I made it on D V D.
2: Yeah, you know And probably is there a Blu-ray of Trapped in Paradise out there? I don't. Yeah, there's a I don't uh, know about that there's a four K restoration? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I think they could put it out with
0: a it's hard case two two three discs. Three disc making of featurette. Yeah, um, there's a novelization compendium.
1: Right. Yeah. I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie.
0: I've seen it a lot. We used to watch it like but five, it, six, I've seven times. times. We used yeah. to watch it. We probably watched it in one Christmas more than you've ever seen it. <laughs> probably. From the sounds of it. Well, I look forward to it. Yeah, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please check us out on iTunes. Uh, give us a rating and tell somebody about it. And then also on Instagram and Facebook and other stuff. But iTunes is the number one place. Spotify. Spotify. Podbean, YouTube. Podbean, YouTube. Yeah, if you want to watch us talk, but not see us talk, <laughs> if you want to watch us, you'll watch the screen of black, but not see <laughs> us, you'll watch our voices. Yeah, But somebody's done it You
2: can just imagine I think one of the only Yeah there was that guy That was really mad About our Predator review Fuck that guy Which we all said It was good And he was like Fuck you This is the greatest Movie ever made
0: Yeah (laughs) Turns out we can't Please anyone I was like Well he's got a point Yeah it's the greatest Movie ever made (laughs) For a very select Group of men Who were born In a very select (laughs) Time and place But yeah Thank you guys so much For listening We'll check you guys out Well (laughs) we'll check you guys out and check us out next week thanks